website for three measures now if the song is still playing you don't even look at the shitty website oh uh, it's it staggers along but it's there it's a resource i mean if you're gonna do go to one of our shitty places follow us on shitty itunes yeah or shitty soundcloud or mm-hmm. uh any of the shitty places <laughs> stalk us on shitty tumblr or shitty twitter without telling uh, us it's not allowed to stalk on tumblr i mean if you're stalking me comedydad.tumblr.com Oh, well then that's not sucking at all. That's a shill. You're uh, shilling now. I, well, yeah. I'm making myself available to the listeners. Also, Courtney Magleby, C-O-U-R-T-N-E-Y M-A-G-L-E-B-Y If you want to be friends with me on Facebook, just send me a message first. <laughs> I look forward to this recording playing in court <laughs> as I try to explain that I saw you the night before <laughs> as I see you most nights before but I had nothing to do with your untimely death. <laughs> You will have everything to do with my time. No, dead. I mean, don't I, kid yourself. I I might indirectly result in giving you too many things to work on, and therefore be distracted by the obvious murderer. I mean, have you ever given me a thing for, to work on? I feel like I'm constantly. I mean, by entangling you in projects. Oh that yeah, we entangle each other. Yeah, I'll yeah, give yeah. you that. Oh yeah, I'm not like like giving you homework. I'm saying yeah, like, yeah, mutual obligation. Mutual obligation. Much like this, what you're listening to right now. Uh... So let's get going. Episode what? 54? 64? 65? We're, way, we're well off the 50s. We're approaching episode... 69. 69! Of course. <laughs> we were going by 25s before, but I think we're going to have an extra special. An extra special. And this was, I mean, of all the, the 69 uh, possibly relevant animes we could have watched, this one... Got as close as almost anything we've watched so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is so we're really burning it early. Yeah. Listen, I think there's no lack of horny animes. That's true. It is probably the biggest well out there. Yeah. Um. Okay. So before we stop, who's that? It's <laughs> getting more polite. Chickens. Oh. oh, it's Chickity China, the check-in chicken. Oh, the the host of the check-in uh, segment yeah, of our podcast. Prompting us to check-in, share our lives with you, the listeners, and connect. <laughs> Would you like to go first? Or are you throwing to me? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I fainted a throwing of a Urban Outfitters pillow stuffed animal thing at Cody. <laughs> to be fair, a couple episodes, I literally impaled you with an onion. That's true. That was... 
Um, you could hear it. My check-in is this weekend. I rode a bike. You rode a bike. For the first time since I was five years old. Oh, my God. Did I... you have training wheels when you were five? Yeah. Okay, so the first for real. Yeah. Can I be honest? I don't know why we as humans... Training wheels just make it easier. More accessible and yet somehow we as humans are like oh let's let's make it harder for no reason we take this approach no other aspect of life i've always been told not always for the one year i had training wheels and was like i don't need to get rid of these i was told they can get tangled in weeds and trip things over and so you are losing the liability of that by giving up any sense of balance yeah also like a big trade-off Gyroscopic force, uh, they are actually pretty useless at, 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 at professional, you know, not professional, just... I'm no, not you're not... You're not bi- professional bicyclist. But once you become an amateur bicyclist, the training wheels are only a detriment. <sighs> Look, you're exactly where I was at at six and a half, okay? <laughs> I went through the same thing you're going through with the normal human resistance <laughs> to losing training wheels. You're just doing it 20 years late. Like everything else in my life. <laughs> Um, also, I fell off big time, face planted. Yeah. Uh, I got a nice shiner forming right on my cheekbone, which is really making me reconsider my current stance of, like, getting any work done ever. Because I'm looking at how much more pronounced this cheekbone is than the other one. I'm like, damn. Look at that contour. Cody, look, I'm going to suck my face in. I, difference okay yeah you have like a uh uh smirk to you a little bit i don't know it's just i've i it's more is it swollen or are you saying you're now looking at your cheekbones for the first time it's swollen and i yeah. feel like a more pronounced cheekbone it's just cool to like oh my face is different <laughs> it's not <novelty. laughs> you discovered a new element to, that you can change the shape of your face by virtue of plowing into the sidewalk <laughs> yeah but congratulations thanks <laughs> The photo of your face with that mark is going to be next to the audio of you (laughs) not being found. We're building a pretty damning case, is what I'm saying. I don't know why I record and put it in the cloud. Should I just, like, list my address right now? No, no, no. We got Dan Joseph Close listening to my address in the uh, 20s Vault episode. (laughs) Hopefully it might be coming back soon, um, as we did see him this weekend. Uh, uh, d- d- not that we made that sound awkward. Let's have uh, Cody's check-in. Can I check in? Um, I don't know. I have a, a, a I'm not gonna say surgery, but technically might be surgery tomorrow. I have to go to the dermatologist and I have to cut like this like awkward bump off my back. But it's like takes an hour. It should be fine. But it's Tell scary. Me about this bump. It's just like a cyst. I don't know. It showed up like oh. five years ago, and it's just like hard and doesn't hurt. But it's awkward. It's kind of right in the hug zone too. And I'm always like, ooh, people Ew, like touch it. They got a freak. Zone. You know, like I don't want that. So I'm getting rid of it. And the, I talked to the doctor last Wednesday, and the majority of the time was spent her describing what kind of scar it will be. <laughs> and I was always like, oh, I didn't even think of that. Of course, it's gonna like leave a mark. Which I don't care about that as long as I like can't feel it. And yeah, I'm also like a fidgety person, so like any. Oh, fingernail yeah. wrapper thing like i end up touching it all the time which is awkward right and terrible it's like acting like i can't like i need to not make things worse that are already bad on my body <laughs> so i'm trying i'm gonna take care of that and then i should have to wear a bandage for like two weeks um 
That's and exciting. We've had a I don't lot know. of exciting Cody I don't surgeries know. on the show. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I shouldn't say you're right. I forgot about the much more invasive surgery. <laughs> yeah. Uh, might have to be a bigger deal. Um, that was fine. Maybe I could use the same peas and carrots. They might still be in my freezer. Ooh. I don't know if I need to use them. Peas and carrots, peas and carrots. You can't tell what I'm saying. Peas and carrots. <laughs> watermelon, watermelon. Watermelon, watermelon. <laughs> so, no, not a big deal, but uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't do, I've never broken a bone, you know? I've never, uh, no. I never, uh, I don't, what other, what other normal people do? I, I don't know. <laughs> have you ever had a cavity? Yeah, a lot of those. I've had a cavity. Ah! You have not? Ah! No, I haven't. Don't floss my teeth or any bullshit. And you never got one. Never that's got one. That's bonkers. You should still floss your teeth, but that's crazy. <laughs> Washing your teeth is a scam. I mean, no. Well, I wash your teeth. But what do you mean, brush your teeth? <laughs> However Flossing you get it done. Teeth. Put I the mean... loofah right in there. <laughs> Just bite down. Whatever it takes. Okay, so I might be dead and not be on the show anymore is what I'm saying. Yeah, I'll see you after I go up. under the knife. Both of us have very good chances of dying, and I think that's what makes it exciting. I think mine is scheduled. And I can plan around it. And yours is just like living your life. Ooh. One flying bicycle accident <laughs> after another. Living my life dick out. <laughs> Speaking of that, ah! this show we watched this week. Oh my god, this show. Let me tell you the story of this show. Please, because I have no idea what's happening. I was introduced to the show via GIFs or GIFs on Tumblr. Uh-huh. And I said, well, look at that. That certainly is an anime babe. Let's mm. check it out. Which one was it? It was the main girl. Yeah, yeah. And at first, I was like, ugh, this is one of those anime. Anime, so it's just like, oh, here's a scenario, and here's rules for the thing, and let's watch it play out. And it played out. Oh, interesting. Ugh. And I left it. Oh. But I came back to it. Abandoned, when it sh- saddened. Exactly. But when it showed up on Netflix, I was like. Let's give it one more chance. And then I realized that despite all of the incessant rule explaining and math needing to know, <laughs> there's enough girls to make it <laughs> worth it. We have such a different takeaway. There's take so away. many girls. What's... Okay, we have boy bouquets, a girl... Girl squad? I don't know. What, something with the g sound. Oh, um... Uh, uh, it's a gallant a thing? No. A, gall- a, a, a gallon of girls. Gallon of girls. A, ga- a galleon. That's like a big boat. Oh, a galleon With of like girls. sail, a traditional sail I boat. I love it. Transporting goods in the 15th century, I think it is. Oh, so many girls. I feel like we can get some more of these. That's okay. Ga- ga- gala, a gala of girls. A gala of girls. What? A gala. Oh, a gala of girls. A gaggle. Gaggle, that's pretty standard. Gaggle, yeah, that's what I was ga- 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 Group, a group of girls. <laughs> Nailed it. A guillotine of girls. Ugh, this is really is a guillotine esque show. It is very intense. It is intense. I was all over the map on this. Uh, I don't. I mean, should we talk about it generally it's or what? We haven't said it was it. Compulsive Gambler. <laughs> Compulsive Gambler. It is on Netflix, so it's not Netflix original, but it is wide distributed, mm-hmm. beautiful HD on Netflix right now. Uh, it's about it's a school show with one boy and lots of girls. The school revolves around gambling. That's right. It's in for the, the end, <laughs> rich kids who are 
trying to be set up to take places of power in society. And what do you need to be a world-class businessman or politician? The ability to gamble. To be a cheating dick. So Certainly not to know any zoning laws. <laughs> To have any ethics, municipalities, uh, and... uh, civic duty, <laughs> <laughs> don't forget it. Throw it at the window. Uh, never the, set foot. The, the prince who don't care. We're talking about gambling <laughs> for your life. Sorry, Machiavelli or whoever wrote the prince. The, I don't the, remember. Leviathan or something. Yeah, this is the wealth. Rounders. Wealth of nations can wipe my ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Adam Smith. There we go. Interest rates be damned. Although that did kind of come up a little bit. Um, okay, so yeah, this is—is is this technically a harem anime? Because this is dangerously close to a couple things we've watched. I'm gonna say it's not. Okay, so my reasoning, please. Uh, all the girls are super lesbian. <laughs> so it's more about yeah, but uh, okay. So you're Here's saying the thing, yeah. In a harem anime, there's lots of girls, but they're all into one guy. Right. And there's one, like, main guy in this, and he's, like, there. Yeah, definitely different. Definitely different than... But they're not, like, trying to get that dick. Not at all. Zero dicks were Zero chosen dicks. to be gotten. No. But is is not the viewer a vicarious guy <laughs> a little bit? I mean, yeah. not it can be a girl Here's for sure. The thing, though, but I feel like it'd be hard to see him as vicarious because he's the main guy. I don't remember his name. No, no, no. He has brown hair. That guy, throw that guy away. Yeah, I'm saying to eighty percent of the viewership is yeah. not the one person watching this anime. The guy in the harem equation. I guess. I mean, it doesn't have to be a guy. Is, is it not like a person? Not... A person who's into these women sexually? Yeah, yeah. No, the, this is made for you to be into them, certainly. Right. But that's you're saying the harem equation isn't an indulgent galleon of girls, but um, rather it is the social dynamics between the main characters, one of which is a boy. Yes. Okay. So, and you're yeah. So what is this? This is an etchy anime, which oh. is just fan service. Oh. Yeah. I didn't okay. There's another category I didn't know about. Yeah, I, I would say a lot of harem anime falls into etchy. Right. But this is just also no in that lines. group but not harem-y. Gotcha. So what I'm thinking about is our previous episodes on high school DXD and on Higurachi. What the fuck was that one that's called? Higu was Higurashi a harem anime? No. But the, but but what I'm saying was I saw Traces of the show in both of yes, them. Yes, yes, certainly. Yeah, so High School DxD was basically fall-on porn. Like, it was, like, like yeah. nudity everywhere, but the vibe of it was more, like, cartoony and playful. Yeah. Uh, and then it had some, like, crazy, like, supernatural, heaven and hell plot, whatever. The vibe of this show is way more sexual and intense without there being nudity, really. Yeah, no. Which is a weird choice, because this is arguably... This is no safer for work. No, it's not. Than the naked show. Here's what I love about the show. It's like, it's when it's the edginess doesn't come from being like, there's a titty, but it being like an alluring pose. And also several shots of girls coming. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's just with their clothes on. Yeah. I mean, the, that, that intensity and then the, the kind of the, the craziness, the evil eyes and stuff. 
even without the sexual angle, maybe, um, is what reminded me of Higurashi, or I still yeah. can't say that fucking thing. Higurashi. Like, people are, like, like, like evil and getting off on intense moments. Yeah. And, like, turning on each other or whatever. Um, so this felt like a mishmash of those, but something very its own thing. And at first I hated it, and then I realized, like, I want to know what happens next. Right? But a lot of it was the part you don't like, which is 25 to 45% of the episode is just raw rules, rules explain, explanation. And then seeing the rules play out and how people cheat. Uh, and that's fun. It's, it's, fun. A, it's, a, game, it's a game show. Or, I mean, people who would have fun with that, that's fun. <laughs> and it's like, uh, it's... So for me, when those ha- things happen, I'm just like, I, this isn't... The numbers aren't emotionally compelling, but the crazy fucking face each character makes when they're discussing the numbers is very... right. That's what br- draws me in. I, I like, certainly it needs that. It has super high stakes. All They play a bunch of games. Yeah. Every episode, there's a big game. There's a big gamble on the line. And there's a huge shift in power between characters. So that's like where the yeah that the character relationship happens. I like how, like, p- that pays off for me more because they lay the landscape out in front of you and say, this is how this is going to go down. And then you know there's going to be something fucked up. Like, there's going to be a cheating happening or something. So you're looking for that. And then the characters get to have that big power dynamic, but like it, it, it isn't like uh, I don't, I don't know if I want to throw a judge on or the boss or something like that. But it isn't like oh, I was magic the whole time, no. and you lose. It's never like that. It was always like very like they they did the work of like making this framework to have these like crazy high dramatic moments. What I like about this also is it's never like so our main character Yumiko Jabami, um, who I think is the devil. She could be. I don't. It, she I mean, wanders so into good. this situation and is just amazing at everything, and then the most evil and crazy of all of them, right? She's. But then she's she, Dio. She's not evil, though. Well, evil. They're all evil. The whole situation's crazy, right? She, I, like, wins people's freedom and tells, like, and tries you know to force people to, like, be independent. That's true. She, I, I guess you, uh, evil's the wrong word. Uh,. <laughs> Insano? Uh, yeah, maybe just insane. I, yeah, uh, a, a path of destruction. I think the I'm gonna stand with uh, she a freak. She a freak. To, to quote her, let's get our gamble freak on. <laughs> and a great translation line. Yeah. <sighs> uh. Uh, but um, one of the things I like about it is it's never in a lot of shows where you have like a bunch of rule, you have a game and rules for the game, you know, like Yu Gi Oh or something. Yeah, right? yeah. And it seems like there a lot of times you'll have like the character who ends up winning is like I had it all figured out from the start. Yeah. Blah, blah 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 blah. She never has <coughs> the full picture, and there is always an element of chance that she's riding on. Yeah, she gets off on the fact that she exactly. figures it out. It's like that first time you play Civilization. I'm sorry, that's the whitest manest thing I've ever said, but it's true. <laughs> Figuring out the game is more fun than mastering it. Yeah, uh, and so that that's her thrill. So every, I love the framework of this show in that every episode is we set up a game, we learn the rules of it. Someone cheats at it, and resolution. Yeah, and then it's like I think there was one two parter in there, but otherwise it's like I know I'm gonna get like five more games out of this show. And they're all like fun twists on games you already know. Yeah, uh, that you can arguably kind of play at home, except for the crazy ways they cheat or whatever their their superhuman memorization skills. Um, but you're you're the thing that put me off to this show earliest was just how much you're beat over the head with. It's like magic girl comes to school and is perfect in every way 
and is the most like sexually forward in every way. And then the ending of the credit sequence of the show is just her like walking towards you, just her dancing with less and less clothes on. And it's just like, okay, this show does is unapologetic about that's what's happening. I here's the thing I first was like, I didn't watch the first episode the full first time I watched it because I was like, oh yeah, she's gonna be amazing and she's gonna be like. Yeah, yeah. Show be like, oh, titties in your face, titties in your face. I guess face. that's where I started too, yeah. But the thing that won me over was that then she's fucking nuts. <laughs> and I love that. I'm so all about that. Yeah. And the fact that she wasn't into the boy and the fact that she started oh, yeah. making allies with the former enemies it's suddenly so was a lot more interesting. Should we just do episode recaps? I suppose. <laughs> uh, episode yeah. one Yumiko Jabami comes to the school. Uh, we have our. Main boy, brown hair. I don't know his fucking name. Yeah. Uh, Do you have it written down anywhere? I should. He's such a non-entity. Ryota? No. Oh, yeah, that's right. Ryota. <laughs> um, he is what's called a house pet. And yeah. those are students who have, like, gambled their way into massive debt. And yeah. are then, like, at the whim of all their classmates. The student council, there's, like, 3,000 students. And they have... They're a bookie for everyone. And then the, the bottom 100 are the scum. Yeah. And they are the house pets. And everyone, they have to do what everyone says. By pure social force, it feels like, there's really nothing. That's a very big um, motif in any, like, Japanese high school setting anime <laughs> is. or show is that you're, you are at the whim of social force. And I think... Uh, it's way uh, more interesting than like making some dumb at like everyone's wearing a shock collar and you'll be shocked if you you know like fuck yeah. that like it is it is more fun just to be like okay when you were in high school you felt intense pressure yeah let's just like let this Make one that, go bump that up to zero yeah, yeah. I mean, no 100 oh Z- I, th- I thought you were talking about audio levels in which case zero is the top <laughs> i was trying to have your back i'm sorry <laughs> i am you. i am really white guying this show up really you know, this one. Uh, uh. and they make an interesting thing then a capitalistic society, your gambling money, doesn't make any fucking sense. It doesn't make any sense. Your money is your life, and you're just like playing around with it. Also, it's also when more and more doors are shut to you in social mobility. The only way that you can imagine yourself ever being on top is to take intense risks, like Ooh. playing the lottery. You got it. Yeah, it's just it's sad. There's polls are like. If you ever saw yourself as a millionaire, how would it happen? And it's like a larger and larger percentage of that answer is people saying winning the lottery just because there's less and less ways yeah. that it seems even plausible that it would happen. It, to the extent it was ever that plausible, we've always lived a very uh, uh, economically unbalanced thing, but it seems like the, yeah, sad, sad. sad. But anyway, they kind of set that up that like, yeah, we're all, we're all crazy and we're doing this because it's thrill seeking and it's like playing with your life because money is life because it's capitalism. Blah. Like, unless you're the beautification officer, in which case you're playing with your actual life. Oh, she. We don't explore that too much. My favorite. <laughs> really? Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, uh, um. And so Yumiko comes to Yumiko comes to town. Oh yeah. And she's a gambling fool, and she gets <laughs> uh, challenged by Mary Saltome, who is like the the person in charge of their um, homeroom class, basically. basically. Yeah, queen bee of the kind of the regional area of their yeah their room. Yeah, and they gamble away, and the game they play is like <laughs> rock paper scissors, except you're using cards that people have created. Yeah, I did not understand how this was different than real rock paper scissors until the reveal of how they were cheating, and then it made perfect sense. So. Yeah. Everyone in the room writes on rock, paper, scissors, puts it in a box, but 
it's not an even distribution. There's going to be more of one than another. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, if you're in control of 20 of the 30 people, no. you know which one is in there. And so, uh, yeah, it's all, it felt a little bit like, um, what was that show we must watch, like Conan, the little detective guy? Oh. It was just like, I've deduced every little element in this room. Yeah. Ha, 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 yeah. ha, ha, ha. And so there's, there's a, a little bit of that. Of that. Um, but then it's, yeah, it's the, they uh, I don't know, they play each other and, and one of them bets small and then the other one bets big and back and forth and you think there's this big imbalance and then they get caught cheating and it flips Ooh. all around. Uh, and, and so, uh, the, 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 what seems to be the villain of the whole series is immediately cast down to the, oh, yeah. to the, the, the pet, the Fido. Well, she's not a Fido. She's a... Mike. Um... What's well, that? I mean, a middens in uh, English. Oh, yeah. They become house pets, and they have um, traditional Japanese pet names. Oh. Like, Kochi is a dog. Ah. Mike is a cat. Oh. And they translate this to Fido and middens. Gotcha. That's a pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, anyway, she beats Mary. Uh, she, 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 uh, our main guy... I forget why she like gives him the money to no longer be in debt. Because she... he, she, it's all power balance. Like she's stealing his, his him as an ally of Mary away. Oh, he's I getting see. him out of debt, and now he's kind of been beholden to her. Oh. This is the whole money controls people thing, right? And so it's not that he owes her money, but he owes her the fact that he doesn't owe somebody else money. And now is on. I don't know. Like it's I also know. she's a crazy person. Like even yeah. he was saying like, "What are you doing? Why are you just giving me money?" And she's like, "Tee hee, hee hoo." Don't worry. Because you need to follow me around to explain what's happening. Actually, does he even explain what's happening ever? Explain what? The thing like, I don't know yet? Yeah, I don't even know what function he serves. Yeah. It's kind of the... He's a... I feel like guy. he's there to be a plot device when a plot device is... When there's not a better plot device available. All right, yeah. Well, not, one of the more interesting characters can play the role. They can, they yeah. can just always... And also, like, maybe there's a lot of... Like... On paper, this fits the framework of a more traditional show where it's like you have the one un interesting boy and all the interesting girls. Yeah. Even though they're not going to play that game, like it, like that's still like the pieces they started on the table, yeah. so that you like you would get into it and then be like, "Oh, this is better." I know, um, in the manga industry, there's a big pressure to like to act to adhere to the rules of a genre right. rather than like try something totally new and different. <laughs> they're like, "No, people want a story that's similar." They want you to have a good take on it, right. but they want the same setup. Right, right. I mean, even like Western, like there has to be a love interest, even if it's an adventure that didn't really yeah. involve it. Blah 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 blah. Um, okay, so the first game was was rock paper scissors. It was fun. I I remember there was like rock paper scissors championships and stuff like that, and it. I love the idea that that's a serious game to people. Uh, both can, people put in a lot of like I, I've been to Vegas like twice and it still astounds me how much insane stock full grown adults put into like, completely random events. <laughs> like you at the table of people gambling tons of money that are like twice your age and they'll still like if the person is trying to roll a seven, then they'll think differently than if they're trying not to roll a seven. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? Um, but at the same time, there is a real psychology to playing. If you play rock paper scissors a hundred times with somebody, there is a real game happening there because based on wins and losses, you can track patterns with the other person's decision-making and actually maybe get a few percentage leg up or whatever. Yeah. It's not really random. It's your brain making a decision, right? So you don't care about any of this shit. That's fine. That's fine. I, I like games. I like games. No, no, it's cool. It's cool. It's great. I don't... 
Yeah, that's okay. I don't care enough to have my own opinion, but I'm supportive of supportive of you. It's anime and friendship. If I was a galley of gals right now, if you you'd a, be so into me. I'd be so into you. You know what I love about these gals? Yeah, let's go through them. Um, when they react to things, their faces get all crazy and contorted. I know there was something very unsettling to me about that. I love it. I think it was because they really sexualized their lips, and that made me really uncomfortable. Because usually they're like there is no mouth, like it's a tiny mouth, or it's like a big, big. You mean smile. they like draw the lips? Maybe that's all it is. But they're usually like very. They were like moist and like I don't know. Maybe I was taking some away that wasn't there. But this is very sexually overt show in a lot of ways, yeah. and I felt like they didn't leave that detail away. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. I can't I can't take that away from the show because <laughs> I think they do the sexual overtness. Better than a lot of shows that do it. They definitely do. I mean, yeah. They do it better. They have better girls. All the girls have, like, agency. Oh, very powerful. Yeah. yeah. Well, except for like... one, but that's a minor character later. And the point was to liberate her. So, yeah. Yeah. All the girls have agency in a thing, and something they're trying to get out that doesn't have to... They're able to exist independently of men mm-hmm. in a world that is actually... So we saw that in Love Live, and the thing that yeah. was like kind of false about that is that there's no male characters in that show, right? So it's not even like the presenting cl- that as a thing. But there are male characters, and they're actually very shitty male characters. Yeah, and yet like no no one is like trying. It's the closest thing I think is Kill a Kill. Yeah, yeah, and, and that there like- are plenty of men, but they're not. Yeah, they're and in the I mix. I think but- Kill a Kill probably does a better job of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this is again still something that's rare in anime, and sure. I, will, I like. At the end of the day, we still have sexualized depictions of characters who it's easy to forget are high schoolers. Yeah, but my expert opinion is that this is a better portrayal of that <laughs> than the majority of anime. Sure. Also, I find all the girls. I'm sexually into them, so I'm biased. <laughs> I don't know if that was obvious. What's your power rankings? Or what- Ooh, power ranking? Number one is Crazy Girl. Yeah. Um, fuck, I can't remember her name. Yamako? No, the the, the beautification officer oh. who wants to play Russian roulette so someone can kill her. Crazy Girl is not the craziest enough girl. of a description. It's not, it isn't. Madiardi. Madiardi. Yeah. She's number one. Maddie. Number two is Mary Saltome because of a plot point that we'll get to later that okay. I thought was very well done. Aww. Uh, number three is Yumiko. Can't deny that. Mm-hmm. Um, number four is the traditional culture study president just because I like her design. <laughs> and after that, they're all like, yeah, they're a good girl. They're, yeah. It's a good girl. I'm not going to tell you it's not a good girl. It's a good girl. <laughs> Got a place on the galley. <laughs> Good girl! The galleon. A station. Uh, episode two is... It opens with a great persona shot of people walking to school in the rain and chatting. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. get some plot out of the way. Uh, this was, there, there was a raining motif through this whole episode for some reason. Um, uh, I, I I'll those later. Oh, they kept coming to the, the shots of the outside. People like crying too. So there's more to that. Um, sorry. Uh, anyway, um, um, so we see Mary at the bottom. Now she's a mittens. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, we're learning just about the thing and how. So in this episode, Yumiko 
uh, uh, gambles against. Itsuki. There's lots of girls that's easy to forget their name. Short hair. Itsuki. Short hair. The the her she's part of the first year member of the student council, and her family is like owns a large successful toy company. They, they and they make uh, playing cards, which yeah. are relevant. So she wants to shield. They're those. not bicycle cards. No. They're Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe cards. Daniel Radcliffe cards. <laughs> um, so basically, she plays the the what do they call it? Concentration. I they the play memory matchy game. game, matching game, where you flip over cards and try to match them. Yeah, it's great. When they're explaining the rules, I was like, uh, what What are they doing? And then when they actually showed, it's like, oh, they're matching. That's <laughs> I love, love it. They play with two decks, and then of course she cheats. And so the con now is that uh, uh, Yamako. Loses the first game um, in order to expose the cheat in the second game, which evens their debt, I guess. But she has power over her uh, in that she can expose her family for making cheating cards. And this person's, like, twisted thing is they have fancy nails. They love nails. She loves nails. They're good nails. And she has, like, a suitcase of beautifully decorated nails. But guess what? (gasps) They're human nails. They're all real. <laughs> and so she wants to, like, bet the other person's nails. And you and Amy had a visceral reaction to it's this. It's kind of the grossest thing it's you can do. Of... This is not even the first anime that involves, like, taking someone's nails off. <laughs> oh, also, Higurashi, wires crossed. Uh, I watched uh, Nails Live for the first time this week. Uh, you, really? Yeah, he takes his nails off in that one. Uh, Major. I haven't seen that since I was, like, four. Um, A lot of weird... Abortion overtones. Oh, gross. Not really sure how I feel about... Not really sure exactly... I didn't want to think about what it's trying to say too hard, but I'm pretty sure I disagree. <laughs> Does Goldblum say uh, nature finds a way <laughs> as he's a fly person? Basically. <laughs> no spoilers. I'm doing Jeff Goldblum sounds. <laughs> um... Okay, so uh, Yamako beats two people, uh, right? Setting up the Yumeko. third one. Yumiko. I don't... I get close. I get close. <laughs> Yosuke gets three... Okay. Uh, they go to the culture center or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's there's this uh, roulette-style sword game. It's like roulette and choson, which I think is just a Japanese version of dice. Ah. Uh, where you put two dice in a cup, and you, like, bet on something with the number. I think it's basically just higher what or lower. What it is? Yeah. Yeah. It's called Life or Death, uh, and one of the council people is playing Mary, and just fucking crushes her. Crushed. Uh, so the the hard part of this game is there's a multiplier spot. So whatever you bet, you can win or lose. But if you're on the multiple, if you get a special thing happens to your spot, you can get what was 16x or something like that. You can get crazy higher numbers, so both plus and like minus. Tiny swords, and they get thrown to a cup. It's Sword Yahtzee. It is Sword Yahtzee. And they like <laughs> go down this bottom thing that has little slots that the swords can fall into. And the sword falls in like blade first with the handle coming out. That's death. And you owe them. You owe your opponent 30 times what you placed on that spot. But if you get the handle in, sword part facing out, that's life. And you get 30 times you placed on that spot. Right. But you get it from the other player. Yeah, yeah exactly. So if you bet $1... And I bet $100 and get that. You owe me $30,000 or some shit, yeah. right? So it's like there's a huge unboundedness to your bet in this game, which is kind of crazy. Um, also, we're going to find out they're cheating again. Yeah. I, I like all the Western uh, 
uh, fucking gambling movies, I guess they're mostly movies that I'm aware of, like, there's always something cheating happens somewhere because it's just too common to, like, and they yeah. usually involve the mob and stuff like that, right? But it's usually, like, a minor character or a plot point that gets resolved before, like, the big showdown. Yeah. And then the big showdown happens legitimately yeah in which case no. r- within the rules of the game it happens or it's like like when james bond plays uh texas hold'em which you know was kind of horseshit in um uh, casino royale wasn't like the game was being played legitimately he was just poisoned yeah <laughs> like they were cheating by just killing him but like the game was legitimate the ultimate cheat <laughs> right but they didn't compromise the integrity of no, no, texas no. hold'em in the mediterranean here's the thing he should play baccarat too right like, uh, i feel like th- Americans are unduly idealistic. <laughs> the same way you're telling me that your Russian friends are like, yeah, of course the government is evil. Yeah. Uh, but in Japan, it's like, yeah, you're playing a gambling game. Of course people are cheating. <laughs> you have to expect that. I did like that they called it out later in the show. They're like, if you can cheat and get away with it, that is part of the, like, it is the loser's fault. But yeah. if you get caught, then you have to stop. And yeah. I thought that was a fun philosophy for this world. I would have, I had this one friend in high school, and we tried to play board games with her, and she would just straight up lie. I hate those people. And she's like, yeah, no, I can lie. And I was like, well, wait, 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 wait. There's a huge difference here. Were they lying in a game that involves, like, limited information? She would invo- lie in games that didn't say you couldn't lie. Right. So games that don't nest aren't built to involve lying? Yeah. She would lie in. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. I... I draw a very, very clear distinction, though, about what in a game is public information and what is yeah. private information. And if the game is bad at defining that line, then it's kind of the game's fault. But yeah. if something is supposed to, like, if you're supposed to know how many cards someone has it's in their hand and they hide it from you, then they're cheating. Like, fuck yeah. that. Right? Then you're just, or you just tell somebody that, something that's wrong and you, it was on them to verify it. Then you're just being a dick about a kid's game. Yeah. Right? But if the game is, like, they don't necessarily need to know and they tell you they're wrong, oh, then, there's a, then you're playing Risk. I don't know. Actually, Risk is a game of total open information is a bad example. Yeah, but, I just feel like... Like in Monopoly, you can't hide how much money you have, right? Yeah. You can't. You're not supposed to. Not supposed to. I don't know which game. What game were you playing? Like, I forget. I just remember... What kinds happened, of games like, did you play growing up? It was like... I don't... It was like board game stuff, not like super kid things. Maybe it was Monopoly or something, something like that. Something around there, yeah. I don't remember what, but there's several times I was like... That's not the spirit of the game, and you yeah. Know it. Well, there's the other thing of people being way too competitive about a game, yeah. And that's just like ruins the vibe and is very uncomfortable. And it's like, well, do I want to win if you're going to be fucking butt hurt the rest of the night? Yeah. You know, we were supposed to order pizza. Ugh. Yeah. That's, that's why I don't play games. I'm too easily competitive. <laughs> I just don't want to do that to myself or any of my personal relationships. Well, good because the bit I have for today. I know I'm not looking forward to it. Oh no! I thought we could play. We have we to do will. something kind of gambly. We have to. I don't know what we'll bet. I, I hope think it's, it's very not... obvious what we're going to bet. Well, I know half of it. <laughs> uh, can I? I feel like all I have to stand to gain is dominance. Well, how about we bet something within the universe of the show? Cutting this out too. This is my top. You. Have to love Kawasaki guy if I win. You have to love him. You have to. I, have I ever not liked Kawasaki guy? You accuse him of being filthy. You're He's from the dirt. I have to get him off on All me? right, all right, all right. That's fair. I, I, you're right. I've been nothing but resentful towards Kawasaki. You have been nothing but resentful for, to him. Okay. All right, all right. We're gonna build up to the gamblos. Yes, there's gonna be gambling. Gamblo. 
Oh, uh, wait, so after cultural... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Yumiko's betting her, and um, she plays, like, a few rounds, and neither of them really win anything. And then Yumiko's like, wow, you realize you're fucking shit, right? Oh, uh, she gets in her face. It's all psychology. Oh, my her, God, right? she has the best line, you're shit, and you know it. <laughs> and the referee freaks out, and she, like, stays calm. Uh, she, yeah, she, she invokes that she should be embarrassed by d- her destroying Mary. It was kind of like the first, like, you're kind of a virtuous person. Like, you could she's... say, uh, oh, she's taking the sad boy under her wing, but yeah. whatever. That I discard that as anime garbage. Yeah. Uh, but this is the first time where it's like, oh, this was a villain who was bad to me, but she's in a position of being powerless, and you're just like, wiping your ass with her and that's yeah. not cool but how much you actually believe that or not this was part of her strategy was to rile her up but, oh yeah uh, i later want to believe that i she actually kind of meant it um she like makes these like insults based on the numbers that are her name because i guess there's numbers associated with characters ni, ni, what was nishi 2410 she calls out that the uh the people administrating the game in the club have like magnets in their hands, oh, and so yeah. they're controlling where the daggers are. But here's what I don't get about that: they yeah. have to have these like these mole-looking magnets mm-hmm. that she calls piercings. Mm-hmm. How does that work as a piercing? Um, so you, you know those like those uh, lower back piercings that are like a bar that goes through the whole thing. Yeah. Like, what if there was like a bar in between the two holes? Okay. So that's the magnet. Oh, okay. And then you put your hand on the cup. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but then her whole deal was... Wait, wait, so is it going across your bone? I mean, that does seem really uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, that... I was thinking, like, they were just, like, things that stick in. Oh, yeah, maybe they're, like, two, like, studs or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's... I feel like that's the only way that works and your hand is intact. I was thinking they're just, (laughs) like... That seems kind of (laughs) gross. Like... Nails and and tendons and... And you just told me they were, like, adhesive mole things that had magnets in it like it's anime i believe that right they made it grosser than it needed to be they, yeah like they many certainly things did. Should. um uh oh so th- she goes on this whole tirade about uh this is not a certain strategy there's still nine other free form swords flying around in there and yeah. you're not gonna win you're just gonna win like 60 percent of the time but of course like real gambling that means you're rich that's enough um so she can't necessarily determine if she's going to win or lose. And, of course, that's her downfall is she puts all of her chips on one number that she's sure is going to happen because of the cheat. Uh, but then it just happens to not happen. Uh, and then by virtue, it's a zero-sum game. So her losing all that means that it all gets inherited by... Um, uh, the um, culture club. Culture club. Yeah, but right before that, she's convinced she's going to lose and she's having a breakdown. She's, she's very like, embarrassed. Fuck! And you learn that she's like part of the clubs means that if you're in that club, you don't become a house pet. She's, like, bankrolling her club members. Yeah, exactly. And th- this move was set to bankrupt the whole club and tear everything down. And the uh, the student council president... Like, drops in. Like, what the fuck is up? Okay, so let's talk about her a little bit. You didn't talk... This wasn't part of your galleon of girls. There is a... It, she's got, like, blonde, loopy hair with blue eyeshadow and highlights to her features, kind yeah, of? Yeah, blue lipstick, blue lipstick. eyes, blue fingernails. Yeah, and then... Uh, clocking in at three foot nine next to her is this little uh, video, video game girl in like a, a fox one suit or a cat or something. I don't know. It was like that Mario suit yeah. where you can like turn to stuff. She's always got like a PlayStation Vita that's like pink or some shit. Uh, and and yeah, they just roll and they're like the big shots. Yeah, and they want to make sure that everything was going was kosher here. Uh, and as we find out, uh, they were really the ones cheating, double cheating. 
beyond the knowledge of the single cheating uh, person. And so they actually ensured that she won, but they got to see her crushing humiliation, which is in many ways more damning. Yeah. You can always get more money, but when you lose that, that social status. Yes. Uh, And uh, Yuma grows fine with this. She's fine with being a house pet because of this arrangement that a house pet can directly challenge one of the, uh, student council members ah Ooh, and also she just seems to like playing as a cat oh yeah she's way into it <laughs> which seems fun but she's doing it in a very sexually aggressive oh, way yeah. that makes everyone in the room uncomfortable <laughs> true that i both the room in the show and the room in my house <laughs> that was watching it to be clear <laughs> um okay and then uh we have a two-parter which revolves around the introduction of men and yeah uh and the introduction they're... of poker Introduction of men and poker, and both are as shitty as you expect. <laughs> I'm surprised there's no cigars in this episode. Right? <laughs> and scotch. Oh, my God. Did you see Johnny Walker's making a new scotch? No. It's called Jane Walker. It's for women. You think after the fucking Doritos thing, people are like, you got, can't, be, can't be serious. There's, there's actually archetypes of women that are canonically about scotch. And yeah. now you're making lady scotch? <laughs> lady scotch? What's the difference? I don't know. That's prob- I mean, if Is I it were- less shitty? Yeah, exactly. Is it less? Not, I want to have it. Yeah, honestly. I don't know. I saw that today. It's scotch that helps you communicate with those <laughs> in your lives. It moisturizes. <laughs> yeah. Um. On, yeah. No. I when you said lady scotch, I was immediately in my head. Like, I'd probably like that better. Yeah. Well, I. It probably is less like stupid. Any bite or whatever. Right. The. Men like it because it's bad. Yeah. Right? That's what I've learned I'm about a manly men men. alcohol. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I yeah. Yeah. Why, why should things be bad? It's Well, it's it's a sliding scale. It's the cheapest, most affordable college version of it is the worst. Mm. And then it gets insanely more expensive and, and gets slightly better. Mm. And so to be... To have to throw your money around is to say I'm drinking a good version of this awful thing we've agreed to drink for no reason, right? Yeah, you can go buy a wine cooler and, and be, have, have a good time, right? And instead, it's like no, I have a I have a four hundred dollar bottle of Johnny Walker Blue Label or something, and it's okay, <laughs> which is insane for a scotch. It's the best scotch in the world because <laughs> it's pretty okay. Ah <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, anyways, th- this is the dead settlement party. Yeah. Uh, so like a, they're, they're, it's a little game where you get in groups of four, and then you play poker, and then all your, your debts get swapped around. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, before that, uh, life as uh, a mitten. Yeah, uh, uh, we see. Pretty bad if there's men in the school. Pretty fucking awful. Never, never really thought about it until right now. Mm-mm. Oh, boy. Uh, uh, a group of third-year boys was like, Hey, Yumiko, come follow us. And she's game for anything, which is what I love about her as a protagonist. Yeah, she teases it's, them, essentially. She yes-ands big time. <laughs> and she's like, and they're like, they go behind the, the school and they're like, all right, strip. And immediately I'm like, What's... of course. <laughs> and she's like, okay. And he's like, like, what? But then it's like, actually, fuck you. Yeah. Which is, you know what? Power move. It was. Until he put her in a chokehold. Oh, now, yeah. I still believe that she was, she's too good at everything to not to, to really not told, be in. Pro- yeah. yeah. But it was interrupted by your favorite character, crazy one eyed, gray haired, pierced 
uh, fun bag lady. Yeah. Fun bag. I'm sorry. She has a bag that's fun. I was yeah. not using euphemism for her breast. I just realized. So. No, she has a very moderate breast size, but right. an amazing number of keychains on her bag. Yes. A beautification <laughs> officer. Uh, she has two lip piercings, a one eye missing. Oh, She's really... got a fucking revolver. A fucking revolver. Shazaska. <laughs> Six shooter. So she Six likes to play more than enough. <laughs> she plays Russian roulette, which I and what kind of show would this be without Russian exactly. roulette? Exactly. And she's like, "Hey, if y'all want to fuck, you can fuck me. If you play Russian roulette." <laughs> and they're and, like, "Oh God, my boner." Because <laughs> they don't go hard enough. <laughs> and then she gets even more turned on by the idea that they could pull the trigger on her yeah with no downside and they're just weirded out by this and leave you know what reasonably so pretty reasonable but also if you're gonna be a creep you better be ready to creep hard (laughs) that's her thing she out creeped him exactly and that's why i love her yeah she she knew it was the all offense attack or whatever was the only way out um so yamako kind of owes her something uh she was Sheer girl goes back to this the stall, all sexually frustrated, and gets off on doing one round of Russian roulette to herself and surviving. Turns out, but this is where this is this show confuses me because it's not there's no nudity in this show, unlike DXC. But you literally ha- you see her like masturbating, right? It is like like you would never have that shot in high school DXT. No, right? There's no like penetration in high school DXT. No, but there's like naked people everywhere and this one somehow that equation is like i don't i don't get it it's like where's this appropriate that that isn't and then you know like well what i i feel like high school dxd is cutesy about it yeah and that's what annoys me right whereas this is like it's real this is some real function you better be ready so then my guess as as a seemingly target audience of one or more of these things why not? I don't think being... you are. Uh, okay. I fair think, point. Fair point. I think this is the guy who made this. Definitely guy. And well, definitely drew hentai before this happened. Right. And I think this is for a more niche hentai audience who's moved on from like, oh, cool. Big tits. And be like, I want a girl who might bite my dick off. So, but then why, why no nudity? I guess it's my, my question. Like, why is it modest there when everything about this it show be, is more sexually know. aggressive? It's That was why I was like, this is strange that I think I've seen something closer to porn than this, but in so many ways not. <laughs> it's, I think it's an amount of artistic integrity. Uh, and it's like, I have the character designs for these girls and they're good character designs. I'm not going to ruin that by undressing them. You know what? This kind of reminds me and of what you told theory. me about Love Live, where it was like, you don't want your girl to be naked because you're like... Yeah, but these aren't like Love Live girls. No. Because you don't want... These aren't girls that are made to be pure for you. These are girls who oh, are like overtly sexual yeah. to an extent that okay. you don't even matter to them. Right. It's a dominant... Or it's a power... Yeah. Thing. Right. So um, I guess why would they get naked? Yeah, and also I think there's... I uh, close female, nude male, CFNM. Is that you want thing? your ladies to be dressed? There is a niche for this. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're sexier when they got them clothes on. Ah, they're more powerful. Maybe exactly. That's just the whole fantasy here. It's the whole thing. Dang. Um, 
the the major arcing plot of this is that uh, the council has drawn up plans for two of their mittens, uh, which is Mary and Yamako, that they are to like marry politicians. Yamako, you're getting so much farther away. Yami, <laughs> Yami Gucci. They're gonna marry politicians. <laughs> I like that this this was Mary talking her way through this, which I get. Obviously, this is horrible and wrong, but it, she oh, went yeah, out of her way. Life plans for they're in debt. Like you, your life belongs to the student council. So here's how your life is gonna go. Yeah, you're gonna marry a politician. You're gonna have a happy marriage. You're gonna have three children. They're all gonna be successful. They're gonna give you grandchildren. You're gonna be happy for the rest of your life. And she's like, "Fuck this!" And it's like, I love it. That's what made me perfect. love her. Yes. Like, yeah, it'll be great. No. Uh, yeah, and obviously agency and power or whatever. Like, she's completely right, of yeah. course. But I like the idea that it's needlessly written positively. Yeah, it was like we're not going to give you a bad life. It. We're going to give you what most people aspire to do. Yeah. and you just want to like burn that shit down. Is like I, I did start liking that character more, also because she started cooperating with the main character. But both of them, I liked a lot more starting at this episode. Oh, they have a very fun dynamic in it, where it's just very Yumiko's super happy to be around her, yeah. and Mary just cannot get away from her faster it's a it's that's a how little... it starts and then once they start gambling you find out they're working together uh-huh because they're both smart enough to know how to do this shit. yes and that to me i really like the show a lot more starting with that yeah play because... this is what made me like this is some real shit right when it was one crazy person versus the world it was a lot less interesting than two very different people Coming together. Coming together and then beating the system. It's yeah. just when they're in it with someone, and not the stupid boy who doesn't know or do anything, right? But in different power player. Uh, this is great. Uh, and, and yeah, so they're playing... Um, they're playing... Uh, uh, Indian... Indian poker. Yeah. or um, Native American poker. <laughs> blind man's bluff, which oh. is usually you put a card on your head, and you can't see, but everyone else can see it, and then you have to bet based on what you think... You don't know what you have, but if the persons you're looking at have bad things, you'll bet good. And then if the people you're looking at have really good things, you'll bet bad or whatever. Um, but they're playing a more complicated version where you have two cards. So you can see one of them, and you can't see the other one. And so you know half your hand. Um, and then the hands are only two cards. So there's you can match colors, you can not match suits, or you can have a pair. Mm. That's it. There's only like three things to it. But most of the time, you're not going to match suits, and most of the time, you're not going to have a pair. And so it's there's four of them, and one of them is the rapist boy. Yeah. One of them is a girl in his class who we find out is like his lackey. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's the two women who uh, they basically put on the table that they're working together right at the beginning, yeah. which, w- which there was enough going on here that that was fine. And it allowed me to kind of be comfortable watching this earlier on where if part of the reveal at the very end was they were working together the whole time that might have been like, OK, there's too many like reveals yeah. this way. It's like, you know, they're in coots together, but you don't know how or why or what's going on. And then, yeah, it turns out they're all cheating and whatnot. All their chips are worth different values because they're oh, all yeah. a percentage of their debt and all their debts are different, but they have the same number of chips. And then it all plays out and uh, they win. <laughs> they win. And there's a thing where, um, so the third girl, Nanami, who is in June's class, yeah, she, at the very end, she has the hand that could win it all. Yeah. They already revealed that Nanami has been helping June like yeah. by cheating and they call her out on it. Yeah. And Yumiko's like, I see why you're like trying to just follow what everyone tells you to because you're going to graduate. Then you can have your life back. Mm-hmm. But also, that's not a fucking way to live. Yeah. And then we get the backstory of Benanam. who used to have beautiful long hair. Oh. And when she became uh, a middens, boys cut their ha- her hair, which is really. <sighs> it was pretty about... fucking traumatizing. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, oh, 
because they're just making her out to be a victim of this guy, yeah. but like broken by him. And then these yeah. are the two strong women empowering her to rise up. Now, much like her defense earlier of Mary when she wasn't there, we're going to find out that this was mostly a power play at the moment. It didn't yeah. really pan out in the favor of the person they're standing up for. But what I like about Jabami as a protagonist is that she does protagonisty things, but then at the end, it's like, no, she's still out to win. Yeah. So they convince her to win and beat the dude, yeah. right? And she decides to, like, like fuck yeah, I'm going to do, do it. it. I'm going to beat him. And then we think that's the end, and it's not because all the values of the chips were not what they assumed. And so, therefore, not only did she not win and he not lose uh mary got first mm -hmm. uh the uh yamiko yami you may call yam yam got second yum, yum. this girl got third which still blinks her admittance like she didn't even get no. out of it the thing let alone not win and then this dude got fourth because he had completely the wrong idea about how much which the chips were worth um which was a fun it was a fun uh they set up enough little details where like the the explanation of how they kind of gerrymandered all the chip values around made sense oh, it yeah, involved yeah, them they... writing a huge check to the boy because they needed to be in debt for him in order to have the right amount of debt to work out uh, they come back and just ask for the check back for like three million dollars or something like that and he's like all right that makes sense i didn't know what was going on i thought it was yeah. understand. I was like good lord yeah what i like about your is she's like you don't lose, but I'm going to inspire you to not lose in the future. Yeah. No, which, which, she, there did seem to be some genuine transformation oh, yeah, of her yeah. character, right? And so... Like, I get the sense that Yumiko cares about people. Yeah. Like, she empathizes with them, but she is, Gets off on winning. <laughs> yeah, she gets off on winning. She has her own agenda. Yeah. And she's going to follow that. All things being equal, she wants to help out and cares about people yeah but she's a fucking psychopath who needs the thrill of victory and defeat i mean also it's not clear how poor she actually is because she has as much money as is needed for the situation yeah and she seems to willingly accept being a mittens and other things so it's like it's not clear that even if she had the money to bail herself out she chooses not to yeah uh which makes me wonder if i've only what five episodes in so i don't know but she seems like a uh a character not by the rules. Like, she's either, like, the emperor's daughter or she's, like, the devil. Yeah. Or she's a robot. Or, you know, something that, like, isn't really playing by the same rules as anyone else. and Or she's just a psychopath, and that's the whole point. <laughs> I think they, like, kind of reveal a little bit of a plot line later with her that I don't want to reveal it if we continue we to watch continue the show. Yeah. Um... That's kakegurui. Some good <laughs> shit. I really wish my biggest regret with this show is that we didn't spend 90 seconds of them in history class getting grilled by questions by the teacher. <laughs> there is zero school. They never in show. learn anything. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the other shows we watched where there's a school, and at least it's like an establishing shot before like the episode starts. Yeah. There is absolutely zero time spent in no. school in this show. No, you don't need it. You don't need it. Uh, You're just gonna be like the the I like how this chick um, show is like, yeah, it's an assumption that all of these characters are going to get jobs through nepotism. Yeah, I guess so. So don't even worry about it. And to be clear or fair, uh, they are learning the skills of nepotism. Yeah. Right? They're learning how the power play their Game of Thrones way to the top without having to know how to do any work because why would they be doing work? They what? only control people. No, no, no. Which is work. They're learning it, <laughs> I guess. 
What a wild show. Uh, is there anything like this? Is this unique, or is this just like another crazy-ass um, crazy-ass? another gambling thing, a, the most well-known gambling manga I know, which is Kaiji, mm-hmm. which is... I've, I've never watched it, never read it, but it's supposed to be very good. Um, other gambling things... I can't really think of one. Yu-Gi-Oh! kind of started out that, but that was just oh, games man. and stuff. But they always made sure there was, like, consequences. In there, There is a very startlingly uh, close relationship between this and Yu-Gi-Oh! Yes, Like, yes. episode structure-wise, if you take away all the crazy uh, literal and figurative masturbatory situations in the show, mm-hmm. it is, is like, here's a challenge in a game. The character is learning it as you are learning it, they are bested by the enemy who knows more about it than them or is playing unfair. And then, then they the char- find a way. Yeah. My grandfather's <laughs> swords have no Whereas magnets. Whereas Yu-Gi-Oh! uses strength of character and belief. This uses actually being good at things. <laughs> uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! has one woman. The show has one man. Yes. <laughs> you can't even draw in hand. <laughs> Piece of garbage some fun let's do this game all right so we are gonna gamble as we have not felt the thrill of victory and defeat we're gonna play the single card version of uh of indian poker or or blind Blind man's bluff Bluff. so okay so we have one card we put on our forehead without looking at it uh and then we are forced to bet one card per round okay and then we take turns uh betting first and you can either raise um or check which means you're just good with what's in there uh, and then if someone raises you, uh, you can either re-raise or fold. And so if you think the other person's got an amazing card, you probably want to fold. Uh, but they could be bluffing, or you could have, a, well, you know, whatever. We'll figure it out from there. But the point is you're you're staked for at least one card per round, so you can't just, like, fold until you see a two on the other person's. We're going to play Indian Poker starting now. Okay, I'm not so going to get the psychol. It's like the, well, you might think that I think that. I'm like, well, it's what's the right answer? That's what I'm going to. You can I'm, also look at the surface. micro features of each other's faces to deduce what they've seen now on your face i guess we can you could also drill a hole in the ground and have somebody changing the cards Ooh, now you're getting me you could have kawasaki guy tell you which kind of card is on your head oh you've got around to my game now where is he oh he's right there i don't down there he's on the floor Cody put Kawasaki on the floor like he's an orphan or something. Okay. I got my card up. Ooh. Round one. Round one. Oh. <laughs> you want to deal with that? <sighs> okay, so we we start with one ante, so yeah. one card in the middle. So you want to go first? All right. Let's say you're going first. Okay. So, oh. Was that? Let's start over. No, you don't look at your card. But I already saw your card. What's to reveal? You have to bet. The whole game is betting. I thought I just put down one thing. You, ha- you start with one because there has to be stakes to everything. You, you okay. have to start with it. <laughs> you start then. Okay. I going first. I am going to check. So I'm not. I'm going to bet zero. So now you can raise or you can check, in which case we just reveal and the winner gets that whatever. Uh, and um, there's no reason to fold because you're in for the same amount. So you, you, you can put more so in or you can stay. I put a thing here. Yeah. And then now what happens? Now I'm now it's back on me. Okay. And I get to either match you, go above you, or fold because I don't want to put that in. Okay. I'm going to fold because you okay. have a king on your head. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to get my ass kicked. Three. Okay. Well, that one was pretty straightforward. Okay. So you win this. Oh, we put them back on the top? No, no. We shuffle every time. Okay. 
So the the power to bet raise or fold passes back and forth. So that turn, okay. I I started that one. Okay. So you'll start this one. Sure. Uh, round two. I'm down one card okay, and have to make this count. So we started both with one, but now you you act first. I am going to fold. You are in for the same amount as me, so it's free for you to check. See, you know what's going on because I don't know what to say. I'm definitely going to raise one. Well, then I have to because I know. You've kind of revealed that. Yeah. I'm out, baby. (sighs) Okay, so you fold. Yeah. All right, so we're all tied up. Yeah. You would have won, though. Fuck. (laughs) Exactly. You can shuffle, too, if you want. (laughs) I mean, I just hope you can remember to do the check-ins when you're the host. Okay, we need to set up the stakes of this game. Cody gets to be host, and if I win, he has to love Kawasaki guy. Okay. Uh, It's my turn. I'll bet one. Okay. I'm just going to do a thing to do a thing. You're going to call? Okay. Yeah. So then I have an eight. Fuck! (laughs) I'm so sorry. I feel like I'm ruining everything. (laughs) I, I... No, you're not ruining anything. You know how gambling is so interesting in TV and film? And then when you take away the visual aspect, it's only more interesting. It's like the best thing to just hear. Oh, I guess you would. I didn't I'm have another bit. Make sound. See, the thing that makes it interesting in anime is you get people's inner monologue, but we can't well, very well do to, that. Well, there's like almost no skill to this game, so you can make one. The only time I really said my inner monologue, you beat me very badly. Well, I think you, I, you just didn't know the rules that one time. I felt bad for that. It's okay. It happens in real life. I can't shuffle. I don't know why. I'm, this is That's a farce fine. of a shuffle. It's it's random as far as I'm concerned. Sure. <laughs> okay, I'm taking a card now. All right, yeah. I'm looking into your irises. <laughs> you've made a face, but probably at the reaction of me saying, "I was now you've got your eyes closed." I'm gonna <laughs> bet two. Wait, is it my turn? Uh, yes. I'm bet two. I'm gonna check. No, no, no. you either I'm have not... to call the two, put two oh. in, or you have to raise me, or you have to fold. I'm folding. I'm yeah. I'm declining. You have a two on your head. So. Exactly. <laughs> I'm a king. Exactly. All the interesting situations have just been like blowouts. So. Okay, you, you shuffle. I'm at about three. I'm going to move this along. Uh, and I am going to fold. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I have a king again. This is king of clubs. This guy loves me. Or. I'm cheating. <sighs> Which one's the king? Of, the suicide king's the hearts, right? The clubs is just some Suicide jobber. King. What the fuck is some Jared Leto shit? I mean, you know, the, so the kings, um, one of them, had, he puts his sword into his own head. It's the King Hearts. Wait, wait, before you reach up, just, just t- take it out and let me see this shit. Every deck of cards will have this. Oh, oh I've never. <laughs> I thought his hand was just there because there's only so much room in the square. <laughs> I mean, he might be revealing a dagger from his glorious locks, oh. but that is a it's a cute phrase that poker people like because it's whatever. We should have done those tarot cards. Ooh, what would that what would that change? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> the tower beats the fool. All right, your turn to bet first. I'm gonna check. I'm gonna bet two. 
I'm a fold. Okay. I have another king. Yeah. I'm on I'm a king's quest. You're a kingsman. You're a delightful British movie that somehow seems to get away with uh, kind of old-fashioned shit that I thought we had left behind. That's what I heard about it, was it was yeah. just kind of a problematic action romp of dudes. And your people love it, and yet Tumblr seems to be all about it. It's very visual. It seemed like I have a good vibe if yeah. you didn't feel alienated by probably all the shitty things they were doing. Yeah. And then there's a sequel. Like, get anal sex from a woman... At the end of it, I didn't see it. I don't know. I just heard someone talking about it once, and I was like, "That's how it ended." Shit. With a pegging? No, no. I think like the, in a very backwards way is like he got it, he received it, he was on the good end of it. Oh, he got to he do got, that. He got he got the privilege of giving it. That is really gross. That's for it really edit. gross, uh, right? Okay, I'm do the thing, and is it my turn to do the thing? Um, I. Th- no, it's mine. Okay. I'm gonna bet four. Uh, I'm gonna do two to help you move it along. No, no, no. You either have to call the four or fold. Or oh, go, or I can't. Go more. I can't just put a little bit. No, without I can only. I can can't only just go put above. a little bit. Equal, equal, or more, or fold. How much do I have? One, two, three. Two, three, four. I'm not putting this down. I'm just figuring out five. Okay, I'll I'll put five. I'll play ball. So it's five total, right? Yeah. Okay, so you're calling me. All right, yeah. So now yeah. we reveal. Yeah. Oh, major flub. <laughs> Ooh, it's not exciting. looking good for me. <laughs> you're back against the wall. Yeah. Time to get aggro. Is it? I don't know. I have a feeling when you're in a... When you have more chips than the other player, you get more aggressive because you're more willing to lose. Mm, yeah. And you need to end the game and not slowly yeah. let them come back right that's a thing in poker i think i feel like it's really interesting in an anime to say oh it's when you're up against the balls when you need to make the big choices right but that's narratively it makes more sense that okay um i'm gonna fold oh oh check <laughs> there's nothing audibly interesting about it <laughs> this is gonna be fun to edit <laughs> this is this is gonna be fun to fun it's, nothing about this is gonna be maybe we'll just take the sweet cuts of this i think he just like three hands or something yeah if the math doesn't work out that's more the reason for someone to write in and tell us we did it wrong yeah right i bet two and at this moment in time i'm going to fold <laughs> what i have bested oh we both had aces it's, well, I, I can't feel that good about getting you to fold ha- an ace. So what happened? You folded. I win. Oh, shit. I got you to fold an ace, but of course, I was in a position holding an ace, so yeah. like you had every reason to fold. Exactly. So it was kind of the person that went first one. <laughs> I can't even feel good about outplaying you, because it wasn't an outplay. It was just natural course of things, and now I'm just being a bully. <laughs> what have I, I done? Well, let's... Well, here's... Okay, I've dusted you. This is you. just like society, where I know you're uh, rooting for me, but you can never undo how much further ahead of me than you are. <laughs> okay, well, I won the shitty version of uh, Blind Man's Bluff Native American poker. <laughs> and with that, I do not have to apologize to Kawasaki guy, that filthy man of the dirt who lives in my house. Still a bad person for not apologizing, but you're not legally obligated well, I to see. do so anymore. I'm open to the option of making amends. I like to let that linger though and see if 
Buffy comes around. I mean, I think it's going to be one of the great arcs of our show. Yeah. Is you learning that all along you needed Kawasaki guy. Maybe more than he needed you. Somebody's going to break in and then shoot a gun and he's going to like catch the bullet. Exactly. And it's going to kill him and I'm going to be like, Kawasaki guy. Kawasaki guy. Okay. I think that means I get to host Friendship and Anime Hour where everything is turned on its head. Whoa. Up is down. Down is up. Just like this fucking game. This is like the most simple version of poker. You know what's a simple game? Is a game where it's like, here's one drawing, and it's this powerful. Here's another drawing, and it's this powerful. Which is one thing? Ah, Yu-Gi-Oh! is just a bunch better than game than Blind Man's Bluff. <laughs> I can't... I mean... Here, I'm not going to say it's not a better game. Yu-Gi-Oh! is obviously here's a better game. I am aware right now I'm using Guilting You as a strategy to compensate <laughs> for what... We already announced that I'm a very competitive person. Oh, Jesus. And if certainly if I was winning, I would try very hard not to act like I was having a great time. But I would be having a great time if I was winning. <laughs> I was kind of hoping you would. Oh, no. No, have, uh, win. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would have been fun. <laughs> it would have been fun to have that on the table. Oh, Jesus Christ. I've ruined our whole podcast. Okay. Well, <laughs> is there a point in doing fancore? Um, well, after that's edited down to three minutes maybe there will be from a a fan perspective uh uh i think it's time for let's do a fan corner fan corner australia we just did that it wasn't the same city though craigie burn (laughs) craigie burn australia craigie burn that's the most delightful name of uh, a queen sovereignty city (laughs) i've ever heard (laughs) i don't did you ever like craig ferguson um when I see his commercials and stuff, I'm like, that guy's funny. That guy can tell a joke. That guy yeah. has, like, a personality and a yeah. take on things. Delightful. But I never watched his show. Yeah. Not enough to, like, actually give a shit. Yeah. He had some fun bits. He had, like, a, a skeleton co-host that, like, talked by voiceover. That's and fun. read tweets and stuff. So, but it was weird, which was fun, but it's still a regular CBS talk show, which yeah. was, like, at, like, all of them. So, yeah. Um, Craigieburn. That way your feelings on Daniel Craig. I love him. I uh, that's a good answer. Yeah, I, it's I great. don't. I, my introduction was the Bond series that he just was in, um, and it kind of makes sense that it's time for a new one, regardless of how good he was. Yeah. Kinda oh, he's old, and he doesn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Well, then fine. Uh, so, yeah. No, it's pretty good. It's good, it's a dude. He's a dude. Good dude. He he broke the the blonde hair barrier. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that he's the first Bond uh, actor who you. When he's acting, it's like, oh, this guy can, like, portray a human character. <laughs> and I was like, not just, like, a character. An enjoyable character, sure. Right. But I guess previous with Bond, it was they were suave, which means they were basically emotionless, cold. Here's my thing with Bond, is if you say the, um, God, I'm forgetting his name. He's the, the old one. Sean Connery. If you say Sean Connery, you say the Sean Connery Bond films right. are your favorite Bond films. That's a fair opinion. Yeah. If you say Sean Connery is your favorite Bond, it's like you like that he might hit a woman. (laughs) That's what you enjoy. Holy shit. I'm not sure I even saw any of his. Maybe like one. Yeah, I know. Um, But you're saying they're better movies than they get credit for maybe. They are better movies. But he was not the best Bond. I mean, I just like his vibe is. 
if I can, uh, the kind of dude that's into him is uh, the kind of dude who's into that. Is into uh, uh, beating their friends at poker yeah. for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> no, just the, like he's uh, he's a manly man who's a man, man, man. Yeah. He, he likes Don Draper for the wrong reasons. Oh, there we go. You can like Don Draper as a character, but you shouldn't like Don Draper. He he, the kind of guy that wouldn't try Jane Walker. Yeah. Women's scotch. <laughs> who couldn't? Who wouldn't be able to admit that Jane Walker is much better? It's just a better version. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, who's else's name? Craig. I don't know. How do you feel about Kevin Byrne documentaries? Ken Byrne. Yeah. K Byrne. K Byrne. Um, I, I think I appreciate their cadence and audio tones more yeah. than the content or the True. length. Like it's it's like a, a Bob Ross painting. But yes. like, I am really gonna pay attention for forty five minutes. Yeah, yeah, they're absolutely that. Yeah, is he still doing them? Is it's like a meme at this point, right? It's like, <laughs> like if I read I a don't sketch. No, is he still? Heck. If you told me Ken Burns was dead, I'd believe you. If you told me he died in nineteen ninety nine, I'd believe you, and that he might still be making them. <laughs> um. Okay. Cool. No, wait, wait, wait. Last thing. Simpsons power rankings. Where does Mister Bar- Burns land? <sighs> I feel like he always brings more to an episode that he's, than when he's not there. And Absolutely. S- and Smithers was kind of a breakthrough character in some ways. Was he? Well, I mean, how many, like, like proud gay people were there in What's cartoons? He? I didn't... He was by the end. He was. Okay, it was like an enough. open thing for a while. And yeah. then by the end, he was, like, really out. And then by the end, there was a question of, like, Lenny and Carl at the bar being gay. And so, like, there's yeah. a lot more gay thrown in at the end. But he was the first one that was, like at a pride parade in an yeah. episode like before like 2005 right that's fair or around there maybe yeah um uh no i don't know I, it's a fun to have the big evil villain with the little fingeries yeah and he gets to have the best lines yeah did you like the simpsons growing up or are they too oh, old, yeah. old I, did, I did okay. watch the simpsons yeah um i got very into them for a while i watched them at six or something uh they were already uh, syndicated. Uh, syndicated yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i think my local fox station was getting to the point where it would be on like three times a day it was on yeah. like at 4 30 6 30 yeah, and I like back 11 11 episodes yeah yeah and they were probably right in the good like heyday ones too yeah yay there was the what's his name ted cruz trying to walk back the fact that he said that lisa simpson was a democrat but bart maggie uh marge and homer were all republicans and it's like okay so the one virtuous character of the show that is always proven right but is too pushy is the democrat and then the woman who is basically a swing voter but has canonically endorsed uh uh uh, Carter and other Democrats is Marge so you're wrong there one of them's a fucking baby and then the other two are awful 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 people and yeah. that's the whole point of the show yeah and it's like that's and now he's like trying to like make it work but it was just so like nah. yeah at least it's like the good character the, you, the whole point is she's the good character yeah. right I feel like if you're going to make political opinions based on Simpsons then you give me no reason not to believe that you have not watched Simpsons porn. <laughs> so that's my hot take. One fear. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that, Craigie Burn. <laughs> Please write in Australia. Let us know, is this podcast rotating the other direction or any other terrible stereotypes you can't stop hearing about from your American friends? Uh, and drop us a line, facebook.com slash amyfreshbar, soundcloud.com slash amyfreshbar, amyfreshbar.com. Um, I've been your co-host, Courtney no, Magleby. We, no, I've been top. your co Courtney host. Okay. <laughs> Courtney. Okay. And this, the, the I...
am in. I, this is your 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 host Framing elect. Host. host elect, Cody. Host until otherwise beaten in an arena of blood. Possibly Beyblades. Possibly Beyblades. That one's if been, I can find the second one. It's been on the docket, so that feels like it. Uh, goodbye, Bruno. Bye-bye. Hey, everyone. I want to thank you so much for listening. And also, really quickly, want to credit Kevin McLeod for our music, Delightful D. I hope it was delightful, everyone. Also, if we're so lucky as to have this on iTunes, please rate and review. I assume you listen to other podcasts, so you should know it helps a lot. And if you don't, it helps a lot. I love you so much.